1: This is Mackenzie Urias, host of America Today, and this is Our Future Is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Montea Wallace. He is 17 years old. He is biracial, Asian, African-American, and he went missing 7.15 a.m., May 4th, 2011, from Los Angeles, California. Montea is 5'6 and 130 pounds, brown eyes, black hair, and his left ear is pierced. To see a picture of Montea, please click on the link, Our Future Is Missing, on the Voice America homepage or go to ourfeaturesmissing.com. If you know of Montea's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Their hotline is 1-800-THE-LOST, or 1-800-843-5678. Thank you. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio.
0: Welcome to No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids channel. This is a show where the host isn't afraid to tell you like it is about, well, a bunch of stuff. Whether you're into books, TV, movies, or games, there's something
2: here for you. Now, here is your host. Hey there, I'm Noah Lehman. This is No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids network. And, you know, there is something really special that our gamers like to call heaven. You know... Every year there is this this get together, this kind of this big what do you call it? Exhibition filled with epicosity that just makes all of us gamers like drop to the ground, faint, pee our pants, all that kind of stuff. Pee on our keyboard, as Tobuscus would say. It's just so amazingly epic that we that they even mix numbers into their name. It's called E three, the elect. It's three E's. That's right. The electronic, the Enter electronic entertainment exhibition. I got it right electronic and en- electronic entertainment exhibition. That is right And it is basically where a whole bunch of game developers show off their skills what they got Show off their games game consoles anything to do with video games or media. I guess So yeah, I guess today's session. We're basically gonna be talking all about ETH 3 That's Randy. He's, uh, my producer. Hey, Randy! Yeah, he just likes to get involved with stuff like this. Just chill, Randy, okay? Maybe I'll bring you on one day. Yeah, so, I'm gonna start off this first segment with, uh, a bunch of game releases from E3, and I'm gonna start off with Assassin's Creed Revelations. Uh, Randy, chill. We don't need it. Okay, uh, so basically, Assassin's Creed Revelations is Randy. I'm just giving him the glare. I'm hoping he's, li- yeah, okay. he He's kind of scared now. I don't think he'll bother me. Anyways, Assassin's Creed Revelations. Uh, so there's been Assassin's Creed 1, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and now Assassin's Creed Revelation. I hope I didn't miss any. I don't really play these games. I've played them. They're pretty epic, and, you know, I really want to get them but I don't have them unfortunately. So Assassin's Creed Revelations is about Master Assassin Ezio Auditore and it's about him walking in the footsteps of legendary all legendary other legendary assassin Altair who is kind of the guy he looks up to. And it's the the trailer's like it's an amazing trailer. It's probably the best trailer uh they have it. They've had at a three other than like Modern Warfare 3. And it's basically, it's funny in the trailer, I say he's like schizophrenic or something, because Ezio is like walking and beating up all these knights and stuff, the Templars, and you keep seeing uh, Altair walking by in this white robe, except he's not actually there, so. And he looks over and he's like, he, he sees Altair and then he gets beat up and stuff and captured. But great trailer, I'd suggest you watch it. If you're younger, don't watch it, it's kind of violent, unless your parents are with you but it's really epic, it's like him taking down a whole army, and then his schizophrenia causes him to lose, or whatever he has, multiple personality disorder, I don't know, and then he gets captured, almost hung, except at the very end he goes kind of ninja, and then it goes black, fade to black. So, it it takes, th- this game takes Ezio to Constantinople, which was the heart of the Roman Empire, and during this time, is the heart of the Ottoman Empire, which is pretty similar, and, uh, this very center where growing groups of Templars, that's the Knights Templar, uh, the, probably not the Masonic Knights, but the Teutonic Knights, all those guys, and where the, the Templars are getting in so much power, this Knight Order, that it threatens to destabilize the region, the whole area around Constantinople, and it's about Ezio basically bringing down, it, it's kind of an add-on to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, it's really cool, I, I saw the trailer, I loved it, it's really epic. The music's not that great with the trailer, but, you know, if they had better music, it would probably be the best trailer. However, the trailer graphics are nothing like the video graphics. Watch the trailer, I haven't played the game, I can't wait till the game comes out, I'm gonna go over to one of my friends' house and game all day and play it. Great, suggest anybody to see it. And another point, uh, he's kinda, the whole idea is the Templar's chasing after him and he's trying to find this Assassin's Library thing. But the release date is November twenty won't give us the exact date yet, but it is in November, and stay tuned, because it's going to be great. Next up we have Modern Warfare 3, uh, the next in the, it's the 8th Call of Duty Trilogy game. I don't know, I like Call of Duty, it's pretty cool. Uh, pretty realistic, so I guess I'm just going to talk about it. So, Modern Warfare 3 is basically takes place and World War Three, Like, actually, in the trailer, it's pretty epic. There's all these explosions and stuff it takes place in, like, Britain, uh, all over the world, and it's World War 3 Don't know the sides yet. They haven't released all the details of their storyline. However, what we do know is that you're a special ops Asian. I'm pretty sure with the U.S. military, because they're usually based around this. They're usually the center of the when it comes to military games, because they've got, like, the best military in the world. I think it takes your Captain McTavish again, and Captain McTavish is probably like 80 because he's like in. Isn't he in like uh, World at War? No, maybe he's not in World at War. But he's in like Modern Warfare 2 and then Modern Warfare uh, the Black Ops 60s and now he's in this. He's like gotta be like 60 or 80 or something. Yeah, so if it is him, it'll be pretty cool because that's like just an epic legacy of Captain McTavish. He was actually apparently a real guy in World War 1 and they kind of named named it, or I think it's World War 1. And they kind of named this guy, Captain McTavish, after him and this other guy. Looks pretty cool. That's pretty much all they've let us know about Modern Warfare 3. Looks pretty epic. Um, the release date is November. They have given us the release date. November 8th, 2011. All of them are going for November. I don't know, I guess before Christmas is always the best time. So November 8th, 2011, look forward to that. It'll be pretty epic. It, it says be, it'll be rated over M. Um, Assassin's Creed will probably be M, too. So, the thing about E3 this year is it's had a lot of adult, like, older games, not really very many kids' games, that will be fun anyways. So, moving on to Halo 4. As you know, I am a big fan of Halo, so I've been really looking... I I did not see Halo 4 coming, or I did think they're probably going to make a new Halo game, but the thing about this Halo 4 game, it's actually really cool, you know, like... Randy, get lost. Sorry about that, you know, I'm... Randy just puts me in a bad mood sometimes. So, I'm not even going to say anything to Randy, he just wants to annoy me. So, Halo 4, the cool thing about Halo 4 is it's a whole new trilogy in the Halo universe. If you've seen the trailer, the teaser trailer, so they're probably going to release, they will release another trailer that shows you more of the epic gunfights and stuff, but the teaser trailer is like, if you saw Halo 3, at the end of Halo 3, Um, Master Chief went into cryosleep, which is, they basically freeze him, like most space games, so that they don't die on the long journeys, because he got lost in space on the... that big ship. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I can't remember. I usually know this. However, it's gonna be pretty epic, because... It's basically Master Chief, the whole ship's exploding, he gets out, and one thing they do show you that is released in the game, in the trailer, is that Master Chief puts a grenade on the end of his gun and shoots it, so they have grenade launchers now, pretty much, I assume that's what it's saying, that's an add-on in the game, he goes out of the ship, and then there's this giant Death Star thing sucking him in, so there's a whole new trilogy, with Master Chief again, which is pretty epic, Master Chief is not dead, he is still alive, but they did not show you anything about the aliens, which I was kind of disappointed in, but I did... The trailer was pretty cool. Not the best of E3, but... You know, I'm looking forward to Halo 4. Reach, but, you know, it looks pretty cool. Moving on! This is freaking epic. Halo Combat Evolved Remastered. Really? Sorry, guys. So, Halo Combat Evolved, if... For all you guys new to the Halo universe, and girls, no offense, Halo Combat Evolved was the very first Halo game released in 1999 or 2001. I think it was 2001, because it's their 10-year anniversary. And Halo Combat Evolved was really epic, but what they're doing is they're remastering Halo Combat Evolved, putting, epifying the guns, probably changing the guns up a little bit, changing the weapons up, changing all the settings up, putting epic graphics so it's digitally remastered. Still, be it's not going to be a whole new game. So, all you people, they're like, you can't remake a game. Well, it's not that they're remaking it and trying to change the whole storyline, like, in my opinion. They said they're doing the same campaign, they're just digitally remastering it. Because I do know some people that get really annoying when it comes to graphics. Oh my gosh, those graphics are so bad. And I'm like, playing it, and I'm like, this is the best they're going to get, and I quite enjoy it, so I don't care what you say. And they're like, felt so bad, though. I'm like, okay, if I want to see something really realistic, I'll go outside. The graphics outside are p- pretty good. She's like, not as good as Call of Duty's 6. And I'm like, oh my gosh. This was a girl, too. I-, I I don't know if she was joking or something, but anyhow, it looks pretty cool. Uh, By the way, Halo 4, I'm not sure if I gave you a release date. They haven't really given one. They said it's going to be sometime after 2012, But Halo Combat Evolved Remastered is going to be released November 25th, 2011. Something to look forward to. I know I am. Up next, I have something. I'm looking forward to all these games, but probably most I'm looking forward to the Halo ones and this one. Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3. The Battlefield series is incredibly epic. Love them. I got Battlefield 2142, Battlefield 2 collection, like all the add-ons and stuff. I have Battlefield Bad Company, as you know. I have Battlefield Bad Company 2 for iPod Touch. I mean iPhone, because I have an iPhone. And I love the Battlefield Trilogy. The only problem is multiplayer. They don't really have local multiplayer. They don't. But it's still pretty cool, all the stuff they have. All the storylines are pretty cool. Don't in any of the computer games, but it's pretty good. I'll just give you a little bit on Battlefield 3. It's got superior visual quality, as said by, well, I'm not sure who said it, but somebody said that. I guarantee, I saw it online. So, players step into the role of the Elite Marines US, USA, and it's intense first player missions and awesome multiplayer action. It's by Electronic Arts. I'm looking forward to it, and, well, looks like something cool to come out of it. Uh, so, it'll be released October 25th, 2011, as with many other guns, and this is No Added Preservatives. We're going to take a break, and <laughs> thanks for listening.
0: Tune in to No added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the you know, show? Randy, we thought so. I understand you're your trying to make my
2: show more epic, but you just you can't interrupt it every single time. you got to promise me you're only going to interrupt at the most epic of times to make this show better. You got it? Thanks, Randy. I, I'm sure this is going to be a long-lasting relationship between you two. You're going to be one of my best friends. One of my only friends. Thanks, Randy. You're, you're a good person. Oh, we're on. Uh, sorry about that. I'm Noah Layman. This is No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids Network. I hope you enjoyed my last show. Did ya? Did you enjoy it? Huh? Randy? Would you not listen, child? Oh, you make me so sad. That made me feel better. Okay, so last week One was good enough, Okay. Okay, so last time, we talked about uh, our game releases for E3. So that was like Assassin's Creed, Modern Warfare 3, Halo, Battlefield 3, of course. So yeah, there were a lot of cool releases, but now I'm going to talk about the game console releases, updates for game consoles, and well, anything majorly cool and awesome and epic. So I'm going to start off with the Wii U. The Wii U, I don't know if that was, uh, well, we'll see looks kind of cool. Anyways, let's start off with the Wii U. God, that was decent timing. I'm getting more used to this. So, uh, the Wii U, motion and touchscreen controller slash console. In my opinion, it's just an iPad with a D-pad. So D-pads are like those arrow buttons that are like the crossy, like, <laughs> and a joystick. So... You know, it's like, it masters motion technology and a touchscreen. I mean, it also has kind of sensory, like the Wii, and I think you can connect it to the Wii and use it as a controller and stuff, which is pretty cool. But, why would you pay that much money for a game when you can just buy 99 cents games for the iPod, iPad, whatever? Anyhow, I'm not supposed to be negative off the start. I don't know why I did that. Stupid notes I took. Negatives came first. Anyhow... So it kind of looks cool, it's already got a bunch of games lined up, Uh, Legend of Zelda, there's a lot of Legend of Zelda games coming out, and they say this is pretty revolutionary for the gaming industry, however it's not upping Nintendo's ante, like, Nintendo's always been known for their preemptive strikes by letting out their products first, and the Wii came out first, and the Wii was a masterpiece, I mean... It wasn't super high def or anything, but that's because of all the epicness they put into it. Why am I using Epic so much? <laughs> Epic is overused. So, they had all this cool stuff, and you you notice how Xbox set up Kinect, Sony had PlayStation Move. It's all because they saw Wii had just had a monopoly on the motion market. Monopoly, by the way, is like being the... Ha- owning, owning the, the area of selling that. They made up their own to be able to get in that market because it was so amazing we owned it nintendo ds those were amazing like kids love those you go everywhere and little kids have them play them all the time nintendo wii owns the motion like fun family sector owns the portable sector with their Game Boys, Game Boy advance P- not psp what am i thinking nintendo ds nintendo 3ds now they have the wii u i think it's a bit too much they need to worry more about a upgrading their Wii, not their Wii U and making a portable thing. You know, they already dominate the handheld sector, and the DS is already touchscreen. I guess this is more touchscreen and more sensory and advanced, I guess. But advanced is cool. But what you want is something that will capture the minds of the children and the families, since there are a lot of families out there. There are a lot of, like, guys out there in their 30s and 20s and stuff that are gaming in, like, the epicosity of first-person shooters, but you need to... I think we we going with first-person shooters and kind of portable, um, advanced portable stuff, not a good route, you know. They need to stay with the little kids and the family because they own that sector. Xbox is cool games, and they're fun for kids, but they do not... They, they're they geared towards the older people, so is PlayStation. We just owns when it comes... Like, you go to all the time, I remember... Girls... I'm not being sexist or anything, but you don't find a lot of girls with the game. And like in my class, you hear all the guys like, got an Xbox 360, got an Xbox 360 Slim, got a PlayStation, gonna play some card on the PlayStation. And the girls are like, I got a video game system. We're like Xbox, PlayStation. They're like, no, we. It's awesome, because that's just the thing. We can be geared towards so many pe- different people when PlayStation, Xbox geared towards older, kind of more intense, advanced audiences. It's just how it works, I guess. I'm going to be moving on from the i, iP- the uh, Wii U, but in my opinion, get an iPad, iPod, Just well, the Wii U is more advanced, I guess, unless you want to use it for a Wii, but... But I'm going to be moving on to something even awesomer, and that is the PlayStation Vita. How does that even relate? Come on, Randy. Randy. What are you doing? Anyhow, PlayStation Vita. This this actually surprised me, because it's basically a touchscreen PSP with updated graphics drive and all that. PSPs are cool. I had a PSP, loved it. Games are a little weird, though, and the games, the discs I find got scratched, but, you know, they're really cool, easy to use. Um, It has a roster of games to be released. Uh, Far Cry, Far Cry, that's a new game coming out. Far Cry 2, I think, Far Cry 2. Or three, I, I saw it on E3. It looks pretty epic. You're like stranded on an island. It's it's really gory though, so it's not a kid's game. And it, the PlayStation being able to touch the screen and direct people like the iPod or whatever, it'll add real, It will add realism. Like it'll make it easier to control and stuff. Make it more fun. I'm not sure if it has motion kind of controls like the Wii U will and uh, the iPods and stuff, but it's cool. I liked my PlayStation when I had it. It broke, but that's because I got it off eBay. But my favorite game for PSP was Project 8, Tony Hawk. I'm not a skateboard guy, but I liked that game because you could do like a backflip no-scope 360 thing without the scope or the gun or anything. I don't know why i say that. That's my move. People would be like, I just did a kickflip. I, no- o- I just did an ollie. I just did an ollie. I just did an impossible. i will be like, yeah? I can own you all with my no scope 360 no scope collateral. They're like what are you talking about? Cuz like they sound like freaking foreigners when they're talking about their skateboard and longboard stuff and I'm like yeah, I don't do that. No. But PlayStation Vita looks pretty cool. I think they got a lot up against. They they got a lot to fight for in the I'm sure PSP will be better than DS and I guess that's it's kind of a good thing that we and um, Nintendo introduced their Wii U, but I don't know, PlayStation. Portable sector is a hard. Uh, it, it's gambling your money and stuff. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about what I think. You know, in my opinion, why get a Wii U? Why get a PlayStation? Why get all these touchscreen, motiony, expensive $250, 300 plus, $250 plus items when you can just get an iPod? Like, an 8-gig iPod's, like, 189 which isn't very far off from those. But think about it. You buy your Wii U, you buy your PlayStation Vita, and you have to buy, like, a $20 plus. With PlayStation, you got to get a $50 plus, usually around $50 plus games for the good games. And, you know, Wii are usually around $20. But get an iPod, get an iTunes card, and go buy a bunch of really fun, motion, interactive, strategy Um. 99 cents games. Like, iPod, iPad. Like, the Wii U is just a giant is just a iPad with D-pad and joystick, and it's slightly bigger, I think. I don't understand what they're doing. I don't understand why people would waste their time with a DS or a, or a PlayStation Vita or a Wii U and pay for all those expensive games when you can get free interactive games, and you can buy 99 cents, after, like, anywhere from 99 cents... I don't know there's like a $900 app that's dumb it just says I have a $900 app but you can get like the most of the apps range from $1 to $10 and the $10 ones you want to stay away from those the best apps are between $1.99 and $5.99 you can get a lot of good apps you can get Call of Duty Zombies on your iPod that's the one that the girl was complaining about the graphics. You can get, you can get Risk. You can get all sorts of dice games. You can get Battlefield Bad Company Two. It doesn't have like the the only thing with the iPod is that they don't have long campaigns. It's mainly like multiplayer or replaying the campaign level. Like the strategy games, I have Settlers, which is a really fun game, really good strategy game where you build your own cities and stuff and. Um, You have to do all these missions, and there's like three, four campaigns or something. I've beat it. But it's fun to replay because it's different every time. There's games like uh, racing games and stuff that are always fun. You know, iPod, buy a $189. It's an 8-gigabyte iPod. It'll work with iPod apps. iPad will work with iPad apps. Like, just press two times and it gets bigger, and you can play all the games you like on your iPod. It's fun. I like it. It's right, that's right, it's right, it's right, it's right, it's right, it's right, it's right, because all that matters is my opinion. I'm just joking. I think, you know, I just think iPod more rational, more fun, lots of fun little games. So I am Noah Layman. this is No Added Preservatives, and you are listening to me. On the Noise, Amer- the Noise, the Voice America Kids Network. Nice timing, Randy.
3: or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
0: tune are in to No Added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought so.
2: Back to your hosts. Hello, I'm Noah Lehman. This is No Added Preservatives. This is my friend Randy. Say hi, Randy. Say hi, Randy. Say hi, Randy. Okay, Randy's a little shy. But anyways, this is No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids Network. Please enjoy. I hope you liked my last two segments. If you didn't listen to them, basically I talked about, uh, I talked about um, the E3 game. I talked about the Electronic enter- the in- Electronic Entertainment Exhibition, which happens every year in uh, Los Angeles, California. And I talked about the games coming up, like Assassin's Creed Revelations, Modern Warfare Three looks really epic, Battlefield Three, Halo Four. Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary, I talked about the Wii U and the PlayStation Vita, which is the new PSP, the PSP processor, and now I'm gonna talk about my opinion on E3, summarize it all up, and hopefully give you something to leave with. So, I really enjoyed E3, I always do. Um, the gaming industry is really revolutionizing how our technology works, in my opinion. Like, everything, that, games just, because they're all in competition, showed off a whole bunch of new technology. And, like, the sound um, industry, media industry is all using that to their advantage with, like, sound effects and everything that games use, graphics, drives, you know. It it all goes together and flows together into one big pot of chili. That is going to be a quote one day, a famous quote. It all flows together into one big pot of chili. (laughs) Don't know why I said that. So... With every year, technology is getting more advanced, and it's getting real cool. And this year, advances are pretty extreme—probably the most extreme, not necessarily the most fun. And that's what I'm gonna get with. Been pretty extreme, like um advances in technology. Which is the new Ghost Recon, which is like future warrior or something, where you actually use your hands to like take apart your gun and edit it. And a little complicated, but it's pretty pretty cool. Graphics aren't the best, but that's because it's Kinect but it it is a pretty cool game. It looks like it. I saw it on E3. So I haven't played it yet. However, I do, do I do not think this year it it I don't think it was the best year for family games. I don't think it was the best year for it was best year for like adult games, but family games, you know, things have gotten so advanced that they're focusing more on advanced and cool stuff and complicated than they're focusing on the family and things little kids will enjoy and like we Freaking mastered that sector where you can, things that little kids can enjoy. Like Xbox, we starting to get um, in competition with Xbox and PlayStation for, like, gearing towards older audiences with their games. And all the games are starting to push the envelope with their media and all their content. Well, I'm afraid this year had a lot of really epic, violent games and really cool adult-oriented um, or teenager-oriented games and older like Assassin's Creed, a lot of M games, T games, a few T games, but more M games. And well, unfortunately, the little kids are not are gonna, still going to be playing the games they had from last E3. I was very surprised about Wii releasing their Wii U and PlayStation's PlayStation Vita. Like I don't even think the PlayStation PSP has much competition. The PlayStation Vita might have a little bit more competition with the uh, Nintendo might have a little bit of competition with their DS with that, but I think the Wii U is a waste of resources. And well, I sound really weird when I say resources. Like, I mean, energy and time and research, I guess. Because they already dominate. They Like, they need to work on their family games with the Wii. Like, the Wii is really fun. Everybody loves the motion controllers and the sports games. Like, Wii, like, when it comes to Wii and Kinect, Wii is definitely more fun. Kinect is cooler, more advanced, but Wii is more fun, because it's easier to use. And my opinion, my opinion, when it comes to technology, simple always wins. Like, I love simple games, I like the first-person shooters and the skill-involved games more, but, like, if a little kid likes that game, and you think it's, oh, it's kind of fun, well, then that's great, because you can play and enjoy it together. But with, like, games like First Person Shooter, and you got, like, a little toddler, and you're, like, blowing people's heads off, and they're like, (laughs) that's what I'm gonna do when I grow up, Daddy? Like, what? You know, it's just that kind of thing. Family games, Battlefield, then to play, like, Mario Party, Mario Kart. It's just, party games always are easier, they're always a better circuit, and the more advanced, even with adult games, like the Connect, like the Ghost Recon, I'm afraid it's not going to do very well because it's so advanced, people are going to get really frustrated with shooting and the shooting not working, and being so hard to control that people are just going to rage quit, which is a term basically meaning I pulled the trigger first, or smashed all over the floor, you know? That's what I mean, simple, always better, and... If they had, like, a full suit with an actual plastic gun you held and shot, that would be cool, but... Right now, using your hand to guide the thing and, like, going apart to load and stuff, a little too complicated, you know? But, uh... There is a good thing. The PlayStation Vita, which is the touchscreen PSP, the PSP predecessor that's coming out. It's called the PSV because PlayStation Vita. And it's touchscreen, and it's only going to be around 250 bucks. Now, that may be a lot of money, but... I was expecting 300 you know. Most, most people were. Like I said before, though, when it comes to the Wii U and the PlayStation Vita, I would just get an iPod because they're both like motion-touch technology and you can get a lot cheaper games. Won't be paying as much for the console, I'm pretty sure. And unless you're getting like a 64-gigabyte a iPod. 8 gigabytes is plenty enough. I know people who have an 8-gigabyte iPod and they have like 17 pages full of apps just depends what you if you have movies and video. It all depends on what you have in there. I think they're great. When it comes to PlayStation and Wii, you have to get like a $20 plus. With PlayStation, it's like $50 plus. Well, there are games that are like $30 and $20, but they're, all the good ones are like $50. With iPod, like I said, you can get $0.99 cents games. $5.99 is probably the highest you want to go, and they're great, you know? So, I like D3. Pretty epic. Lots of great trailers. I'll just... Go to E3, type it up, type up E3 trailers, check out a bunch, but if you're younger, make sure your parents are with you, because some of them are violent, and don't be clicking on all of them without your parents' permission, because the Assassin's Creed Revelation, it's really awesome, but it's pretty violent, you know, and violence is just a normal thing, like swearing violence, it's been, everything's pushing the envelope, even in little kids games, even in kindergarten games, it pushes the envelope, but... Unfortunately, that's how it will stay. <sighs> yeah. Nice one, Randy. Today, I talked about the um, E. Re- 3s newest release of games, which there's way more than I mentioned. There's Legend of Zelda HD and Legend of Zelda 3D Ocarina of Time, which is remastered Ocarina of Time, I guess. There's, uh, what's his name? The Fox guy, it's a classic from PlayStation coming out. There's a lot of neat, neat lineups of games. Uh, Ubisoft is releasing, what's the other one? Oh, Microsoft Game Studios, which makes Halo, is releasing Toy Soldiers Cold War. I have Toy Soldiers for the Xbox, but it's kind of an arcade game. And it's a strategy game where you basically place turrets and go against another side. And they're trying to get your toy box, and you've only got like 100 life or whatever. And Each time something goes in, it takes away life. And you're trying to blow up their toy box and get into it. So you place turrets, barbed wire, tanks, and all that stuff. And you can actually go in the tanks and control them and shoot all their men in tanks and stuff. You can go in planes and drop bombs. And this is Toy Soldiers, like World War One. And you can go in the turrets, like the machine guns and the mortars and the flamethrowers, and shoot all the people running by. Because there's little soldiers that run by. And they're making a Cold War version, which is like the 60s. I don't know if that'll be like Russia versus the U.S. or something. Something controversial. It's a pretty cool game, though. I just haven't had time to play it. It's really fun. I'd suggest playing it. I would. I like it. It was a strategy game. I love strategy games. Because I don't know why, but I just do. What's more fun than that? Yeah, so Toy Soldiers Cold War. Arcade game to check out. Released at E3. I didn't see much on it, but... You know, uh, it's something I might buy if I get Microsoft points. So... Yeah, I talked about game lineup, I talked about the Wii U and PlayStation Vita. So you need to look up Halo 4's, is, it's a teaser trailer, so it's not gonna show the epic, like, gunshot um, swords, but it was pretty epic for a teaser trailer. It had him, like, blowing up the ship he was in, Master Chief blowing up the ship he was in trying to escape, which was pretty cool. A lot of cool stuff that happened at E3 this year. Well, I'm no layman. This is no added preservatives. The Voice America Kids Network. Nicely done, Randy.
3: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
0: Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The technology show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time for today's kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids.
3: Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network?
0: Tune in to no added preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought
2: so. Back to your hosts. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm Noah Layman. Uh, this is uh no added preservatives, and this is the Voice America Kids Network. Uh, so I just talked a little bit about E3. That was pretty much of this whole thing. I'm going to... I'm sorry, th- this session right now is a very special session. Special session. Oh, I'll try saying that five times fast. Special session. Special... I can't even say it twice. Special session. Special session. I can't say it twice. So, I'm no layman, and what's very special about this session? Well, let me just see. What is special about this session? what is special about this session doo, 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 doo. i'll just tell you after this suspenseful moment ah! it is paralization <laughs> telegraph <laughs> paralization <laughs> nicely done randy <laughs> i like it Yeah, so basically, I haven't done a parallelization for a couple of weeks. Two or three, I think. I was supposed to do one last week, but I ran out of time because I just talk so much. So, I've, ri- I've written a couple over the... Wrote, wrote not written. I've wrote a couple uh, over the last couple weeks. I don't know if I can find them. I have one right here, which I'm going to do for you. Remember, I cannot sing. I can't sing worth the Wii U. Get it? <laughs> it's electron. It's an electronic nerd joke <laughs> because the EU isn't worth anything. <laughs> the Wii U, not the EU. The European Union's worth a lot. The Wii U, sorry. And I'm sure it'll do good. I'm just joking. But uh, so this parody is a parody. I'm second. I can't. Ma- I 2nd can not i got to make sure nobody's listening because I get really nervous when people listen. No, I'm joking. But uh, yeah, I can't sing. Worth. A dime, I guess. Dimes dimes a Canadian that's Canadian currency. It's ten cents. That's two fives. And do you have dimes in America? That's something I do not know about. I do not know American currency. Currency is a fancy word for money, and I use it because it makes me feel smart. Big words make me feel smart. Like Northwest Territories. What is a territory in Canada? We do not have states, so we have provinces and territories. Randy? Okay, he's 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 just like what are you doing? Get on with it. I don't care about Canada. So, I'm just going to do this parodization, get it over with. So, I'm no layman. This is no added preservatives. This is the Voice of America Kids Network. We're not taking a break. I am just trying to make anticipation. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. I needed that. And here we go. This is a parody of Party in the USA. I'll give you the I'll think of a name after I do it. Okay. Here we go final suspenseful moment. And, of course, we need to have a... There we go. And now, let's go. <clears throat> okay. get in the jazz. <clears throat> yes, that's it. Okay, you ready? This is a parody of Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. I hopped off the bus at 4 o'clock. Gonna pwn some noobs again. Welcome to the world of Halo Reach, if I only had friends. Grab my mic and I play for the first time. Turn my mic on and I hear some middle-aged guy. Says his name is Clarence. Probably lives with his parents. I'm only learning and I'm horrible, I admit. Hope my skills develop soon, though. But when the game finally begins, Clarence talks to me. My middle-aged friend talks to me. My virtual friend says, hi. Hi. So I turn my volume up, I'm not a loner. Don't my friends triple my age. Grenading myself like, yeah. Betrayal spree like, yeah. Turn my controller up, Clarence does too. Showing off some pro skills of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a party on Xbox Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should really get a life. Just got a kill on the other team, my teammate's looking at me now. Like I'll kill them all too so I can keep my reputation. Once a noob, you're always one. So hard when you die spawning so long. I'm definitely not doing nothing wrong. I guess I'm not thinking. The table's turning and the other team is winning. My teammate's shooting me, I'm spinning. Clarence is getting mad at me. He should really move out from his house. Clarence should really move out from his parents. At least I have a social life on RuneScape. So I turn my skill up, I'm gonna help now, watch all the nooblets run away. Dodging bullets like wow, wicked no scope right now. turn the brightness up, they're calling a name, and Clarence ain't mad no more. Yeah, 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 it's a party on Xbox Live. Yeah, 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 Clarence should get a social life. Feel like a killionaire, killionaire. I laugh at my enemies' despair, despair. They are fighting back now, holy cow. I just got a triple kill snipe. So I throw my controller up, our team just won, Clarence is screaming now. Dancing around like, yeah. Picking my nose like, yeah. And I throw my fanny pack up, who really needs friends. These ones are so much cooler, cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, oh, it's a party on Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my idea of a good time. So I throw a nade up, it's gonna explode, we just won the game. Spinning around like this, when I try, I rarely miss. And the grenade lands on Clarence's head, betrayal reads across my screen, betrayal. Yeah, 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 I won on Xbox Live. Yeah, 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 I just got booted on Xbox Live. Clarence? I thought you were my friend. I was MVP too! <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys liked that. That was my paradigmization of Party on Xbox Live. Because it's a party on Xbox Live. Yep. Like I said, I can't sing. Worth crap. I just like rating those and making stuff up to make fun of myself. It's fun making fun of myself. So, hope you enjoyed that. I don't think I can do another paradigmization because. Uh, I lost all my sheets for them. <laughs> Let's see. I don't have it. Wait, maybe I do have another one. I will read it over, and I will see if this one works. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. This is just a story of our life with my mom as a cook. A lot of it's a joke. A lot of it isn't really that bad, but, you know. It's parody of Bruno Mars' uh, grenade. Instead, it's... I'm going to give it a name after I do it, like I usually do. So, I hope you enjoy it. Let's just have a suspenseful... Nice job, Randy! You are really good at that. And now, here we go. Got my Bruno Marathon. Putrid food comes and goes. That's how it is. Cook, cook us all, whatever this stuff is. Should have listened in family studies when you was a kid. Your eyes weren't open. Why weren't they open? Ooh, you cook us casserole and we toss it in the trash. We toss it in the trash. Oh, it's true. To leave dad to the cooking is all I want to ask. Because what you ain't understanding is that your cooking is horrible. Tastes like long dead gerbil. Gives us parasitic tapeworms. You know I see stuff that squirms. You put me through all this pain, my abdomen feels like it's been hit by a train. Yes I feel like I'm birthing, a mutated larva today. Oh, yeah, what now? Black, black, black and blue, the color of my skin line I'm hurling up. Something looks like it should be coming from my behind. Bad, mad cooker, bad cooker, that's just how it is. The color my eyes are turning looks like processed cheese whiz. Cook me all this bin have the nerves to call it food, but it ain't no food, I swear. To take a cooking class, Mom, that's all I ever ask. Cause what she seemed to misinterpret is that your cooking looks like melted sherbet mixed mixed with caterpillars and manure. Oh, it looks like fried brains. It looks grosser than anything. I seem to get back with casserole on my plate. The rest of you seem to have hate and you all make me eat it cause you won't do the same sometimes your cooking causes fires cause you get distracted so easily by days of our lives reruns and you've only ever succeeded with mac and cheese but mama I still have to eat your food oh how your methods are crude your broccoli casserole is alive ah, uh, and oh it's explosive as well Ah! You just watch my color drain as little wormies crawl through my brain. You're gonna cause me to die soon. Guess I'm your guinea pig. Guess I'm your guinea pig. Guess I'm your guinea pig. Wicked voice crack. Guess I. Why am I your guinea pig? Oh, mom, oh, you can't cook. (laughs) Yep. That one, I guess I'll call it. Ah! What rhymes with grenade? Hi, I'm Noah Lehman. This is Voice America Kids Network. Hope you enjoyed. Have a good time. Uh, No added preservatives.
0: Your host is all talked out this week. But remember, there's another edition of No Added Preservatives coming your way next week at the same time on Voice America Kids. Thanks for listening.
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids, real kids, real talk radio. Hi, this is Mackenzie Urias, host of America Today, and this is Our Future Is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Montea Wallace. He is 17 years old. He is biracial, Asian, African American, and he went missing 7 15 AM, May 4th, 2011 from Los Angeles, California. Montea is 5'6 and 130 pounds, brown eyes, black hair, and his left ear is pierced. To see a picture of Montea, please click on the link, Our Feature Is Missing, on the Voice America homepage or go to ourfeaturesmissing.com. If you know of Montea's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Their hotline is 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. Thank you.
0: The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.